Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King and Daniel Mangana. This is your daily dose of happy. We're so happy you decided to join us today. We're so happy that Alex is back, back in the chair in front of the camera on behind the microphone and <laughs> looking like your old self again. Wow, we've been missing you, but we're glad that you're back. How are you feeling? You doing good? I'm doing all right. That's good. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, you're going through an awful lot there, kiddo. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're, we're glad to see your smiling face. And to be perfectly honest, I think Dan's kind of been in a bit of a, oh, how do I say it? He, he's been kind of missing supernatural discussions. Let's put it that way. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that's uh, all withdrawal. You're good for, mate. That's all you're good for. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can always count on Dan to build up your ego. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> what I do, guys, is what I do. <laughs> hey, you're not the only one, actually. I, uh, I, I got a little bit of a, I, I can't really call it an ego beating, but it could have been something that I would have taken that way if I wanted to, because I had a really great kind of hardcore discussion with a guy who's been on the speaking circuit for the past 20 years. And mm-hmm. he gave me the real dope on what's going on in the speaker world. And boy, did he fill in some gaps that I was desperately missing. Bottom line is that, uh, most of my approach I need to change <laughs> because <laughs> with this new information, like, Everything oh, you're doing, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, not doing it wrong. I just wasn't going to get anywhere. Now I understand why. <laughs> and, oh my goodness. Uh, and he had some really great ideas to share too. So, you know, mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, literally right now today, he's my hero to be perfectly honest. His name's Judson oh, wow. and he's just fabulous. He is my hero, but. Oh boy, it was like having a bucket of cold water poured on top of your head. I mean, it was, whoa. That can be refreshing in the heat. It can. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's winter here, but you know, understandably, it can be refreshing. It's a warm day today, though. It is. You're right. Fortunately, it is a warm day. In fact, I just got back from a beautiful nature walk. Absolutely gorgeous out. Yeah. I'm going for a walk after this. Are you? Good. Yeah. This is a good day to get out. Tomorrow's going to be beautiful too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, really nice. Yeah. All the snows on the, on, on the path has melted. Like it's gone. Oh my God. Unbelievable. And we had like a foot and a half there and like, boom, there it goes. Who ate yep. the magic wand? A <laughs> couple of days of 50 degree weather. That's all you need. It'll do it. Yeah. So anyway, I, I figured I was going to be, I, well, I wasn't sure uh, that we'd be including you today. So I was really glad to see that your face was there. But in case you weren't, I was going to go into talking about, you know, how you deal with adversities when it comes to a career. But maybe we talk about adversities regarding health and regarding all the stuff that goes on in life, too, because you've been dealing with quite a few adversities lately. Just I mean, lots of practice you've been getting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, have you, well, have you learned anything from it? Have, have you picked up any tips that you can pass along? Um. I've come to the conclusion to settle my anxiety that it is what it is and that's all it's going to be. There's nothing I can do to control it. So basically just acceptance. Acceptance, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Acceptance is a good place to be. It's a whole lot better but than... It only, for, it only works for a few minutes. <laughs> but it's better than anxiety. There's more anxiety. <laughs> well, that just means you have to spend more time on the acceptance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anxiety is definitely, it's interesting that anxiety is what you're dealing with. I mean, I don't mean to you know, make light of it because obviously it's, it's a serious thing that you're going through, mm-hmm. but anxiety is, everything that I'm reading is telling me this is like the thing throughout society. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. looking at it in terms of college students because that's who I've been uh, trying to reach out to for um, speaking engagements. 
But the more research that I do, the more I find it's everywhere. I mean, it's all age groups. Yep. You yep. know, we're, we're talking like three to 93. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, it's incredible how, how widespread, how pervasive anxiety is. And, mm-hmm. and I guess I can't say I'm really surprised. You know, we've been dealing with COVID. We went through all the political stuff last year. There's been the race stuff. There's been the economy. I mean, there's plenty of stuff to be anxious about. Yeah. But I, I'm just really grasping through some of the research I've been doing, just how pervasive it is. It is mm-hmm. all over the place. So anything that we do individually to get ourselves into that better place, to be accepting. I mean, acceptance is certainly um, a good step to take. There are other steps you can take in terms of pivoting. But anything we do is going to have major ripples. And Dan, we've talked about that a lot, right? The the ripple effect. When, when, you, uh, when you're focusing on your stuff in a way that's helpful to you, you're helping somebody else along the way. And similarly, mm-hmm. when somebody else is focusing, they're helping you along the way. I mean, it, it has a, a double ripple effect. Me personally, I think I define anxiety as running to the future that you don't want and bringing the emotional charter back to your present moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I call it. So when I go off, <laughs> go off on one and carry, <laughs> go off on one, <laughs> start deciding what the future is going to look like get crappy opinion about it and then come back to my senses and like, I'm going to respond right now to an imaginary future that hasn't happened yet. I'm going to get worked up about it. (laughs) When I start to get really anxious, like debilitatingly anxious, Mm -hmm. I just remind myself that I've literally just ruined my present moment with a future that I've completely made up in my head. It's a great reminder. And that makes me laugh. Well, it all sounds becomes... stupid when you say it. <laughs> it sounds stupid, right? It does. <laughs> and then it, we... it becomes a lot more difficult. Sorry, this is around the wrong way. It becomes a lot more difficult for me to take myself seriously with something that's so ridiculous. Yeah. So, so why do we have so much trouble noticing it? I mean, you notice it, obviously. You're, yeah, but you're I've spent nearly 20 years developing a level of self-awareness that means that I could do that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't wake up this morning. Uh, just call me Captain Self-Aware. <laughs> That's not how it happened. But people, like, they'll spend a week watching Rampages in the morning and be like, why is my anxiety still here? Maybe because you haven't learned a level of self-awareness that's going to empower you to deal with it. Ah. <laughs> I love the way Dan just brings it right down to the root level. He doesn't mess around with all the side issues. Yeah. Just right there. Bang. Done. Just ridiculous. <laughs> I always find, like, especially when people, like, try to have discussions with me that make no sense. I'm just mm-hmm. like, they don't even know what they're talking about. So why am I going to get myself wound up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least you can see that it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will try to make sense out of this thing that doesn't that make sense. That took time, though. That took time, Mr. Wall, mm-hmm. and I sometimes get caught out. I had someone on my coaching call the other day, and he was like, everything's really cool except for this one thing. Like, I'm on the cusp of getting past my stuff with, like, a particular family member. I was like, so you're literally on the cusp and staying there on account of you waiting for someone to do something that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're, they're, they're ne- it's never going to happen. 
So he literally just said out loud, I'm going to hold myself captive mm-hmm. to this imaginary ideal of someone coming around that is never going to come around. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, mate, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you, you to care if you did it, but. <laughs> well, I can understand why somebody would, would want to do that. I think the, mm-hmm. the challenge though becomes doing that. And then what I call the keeping score aspect, checking to see if it worked. You know, if, 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 if you just like the idea of somebody coming around without attaching anything to an outcome, like, you know, expecting it to happen in some way and getting disappointed if, if it doesn't happen, then just, you just like the idea of it. That, that's not a bad thought to have. That's okay. But mm-hmm. we don't tend to stop there, do we? We tend to also attach the outcome. Like, oh, well, you know, I really did want to intend this to actually turn out the way I wanted to. What's wrong with you, universe? You're not delivering the goods here. <laughs> this is like, I think sometimes we lose sight of the fact that we don't have consciously, it's physically impossible consciously to keep up with the processing power of the unconscious mind. Right. Physically impossible. It operates at too fast a pace, 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind. Damn. So you think that you're going to be able to go toe to toe with the unconscious, having a dalliance around an idea, and it's not going to go off on one. It's going to go off on a tangent because it's just too fast. It's too fast. So I just don't get in the ring. I don't, I just don't, I just don't get in the ring. I'm just like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm going to do some, you know, some skipping right, maybe mess around with the bag. <laughs> I like, I like, it's okay. And I think. So. Ooh, we lost your mic. Your mic just went blip. Don't know what happened there. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you tap something and then all of a sudden. The mic... Absolutely nothing. Up and oh, you just and got back. back. Yeah. <laughs> It's started to do that. It just goes on my screen. It's on, it's off, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. Can't take mm. the real. This mic can't take the real. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> exactly what it is. What was I say? I don't remember what I was saying. Well, while you're trying to remember what you were saying, I'll just go back to what I heard of what you were saying that I thought was really um, on point. Uh, because essentially what you're talking about is somebody who is trying to change reality into a reality they would prefer and then getting hung up when it doesn't actually change the way they want to change to in the time frame they had in mind. And what you're basically saying is, why are you even focused there? What, what's the point? <laughs> what, what are you, what are you hoping to accomplish? Oh, that's what I was going to say. We're getting hum, hung up on just accepting the limits of being mortal. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's nothing wrong with it. There's something. In fact, the stream of reminders that that's the beauty of the experience of having a human experience. That we're not going to be switched on all the time. Sometimes we're going to have a bad day. Sometimes we're going to be anxious. Sometimes we're going to be depressed, and sometimes we're going to be happy. But mm-hmm. it's the level of charge that we attach to those waves. Yes. Is just enjoying the whole experience for what it is: human experience. That's true. That's exactly right. The other thing that you mentioned uh, that was uh, quite on point, I thought, was the the speed of the unconscious mind and trying to go up against that speed, which Mm -hmm. is kind of an odd thing to do because really it's so much just it's just so much easier to just reprogram rather than trying to keep up or fight it in some way. Just, you know, put it in in your favor rather than, you know, try to go 10 rounds with it. Yeah, but it's easier to 
complain about it and then try and fight and struggle with it and then blame someone else for the thing of it rather than <laughs> accepting the responsibility of stepping up and doing something about it. Well, well it's, it's certainly more common. Is it really easier? I'm not so sure it's easier. I mean, there's a lot of people who put a lot of work in on that, you know? I wouldn't say it's easier. I'd say it's what we're used to. Well, there, there you go. Yeah. What was me? <laughs> Dan's having a meltdown. <laughs> on behalf of all of his unhappy clients. <laughs> Just pucker up and stop it. <laughs> Just get over Just it. Just cut man. it out all the way. Just stop it. Stop. <laughs> What's that video? I've got this problem. Stop. <laughs> have you seen that sketch? Sketch. No. Oh, there's like a woman. She goes into like this doctor's office. And she's like, yes, doctor, I've got this. And every time she keeps talking, he just goes, stop. And that's the therapy. <laughs> that's the therapy. Oh, stop. <laughs> she goes, but da, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's probably effective, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. At the very <laughs> least, you'll leave laughing. Yeah, at the very <laughs> least. Yeah. Or you'll just hear stop perpetually in your mind. You're yeah, right. Like, stop. <laughs> Oh gosh! So, how can I help you, Mister Patient? Well, I have stopped PTSD, and it's (laughs) crazy. Post-traumatic stop disorder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh! See, this is what we missed. Having this is the energy you bring, Alex. You realize this? Is it me? Oh, thanks, guys. It is. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're bringing out the best humor in Dan right now. It's really great. Great. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to the, the, the A word again, the anxiety topic. Oh, the anxiety of it all. I, I actually had a topic in mind, but I'm too anxious to bring it up. Um, anxiety. But I'm from. No, seriously, anxiety. I, I I was serious when I said earlier that I was amazed at, at just how pervasive it has become. Mm-hmm. And I guess the the one, I guess it's a uh, it's not really a red flag. It's a white flag. It's it's like there is there is a, an improvement that is happening in just the last few months, and I've commented on that lately. That it's it's like the the country and maybe the world took a collective breath, and so all of a sudden there, there's less anxiety than there was, but still it's still there i guess is what i'm saying it's still people are still dealing with it i would say uh a lot there's a lot more resources now due to what we're going through currently um you know you can you can text your therapist now you can you can do so many more things and there's there's websites out there and apps and tools of of things that you can do and take care of yourself self-care apps there's all kinds of stuff so i wouldn't i wouldn't say that everyone took a collective breath i think we're better handling it because we have resources. Okay. Well, the resources have been around for a while. I was thinking about just in the last couple of months, but okay. Um, you mentioned apps. I have to admit, I've never tried the self-help, self-health apps, I guess I, I would call them. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like guess you tr- I guess you tried them. I mean, are they any good? Do they I work? haven't tried them. I've just seen all the commercials. You've just seen them. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've already got my tools in place. <laughs> oh well, that much I knew. But the question yeah. was, you know, is it worth it? Because you're suggesting that people are using these apps, and the apps are helping them. So I'm wondering, does it really help? Well, in a in a world where we can't quite get to our therapist right now, or you can't 
there's so much going on that there's no one taking new patients. These apps are, you know, where you can talk to a therapist through an app. It's helpful. Okay. Plus, yeah. A lot of people, I'm not going to say people, I, I'm going to say in the, of the younger variety aren't good with talking about their feelings with random people, but texting, they'll text all day. Well, I don't think there's anything different from the older generation except for the texting part. <laughs> <laughs> Simply the, the media, the, the mode of communication. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the problem expressing feelings, that's been around for generations. There's nothing really mm-hmm. new in that one. Um, yeah. Well, it's like the, the whole thing where they, they started using texting um, as a way to reach people who are on the verge of suicide. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where that came from. They were like, well, a lot of people don't want to call the suicide number mm-hmm. and feel more comfortable texting. So maybe we this is an avenue we should look at. And so you that's know, actually been established. I used to volunteer mm-hmm. for suicide. Did you mm-hmm. really? You, you did what? What did you do? I volunteered for suicide line. So I was a suicide counselor. I did too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Was it fulfilling? Did you feel like you helped people? I did. I definitely did. And mine was, um, I was trained through Supernatural. Okay. I knew that was yeah. going to come in at some point. So that's good to know. <laughs> you were trained Dan's, through Supernatural. Dan's looking at you like, what? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if you know the background of, of all the, of all your favorite characters, but, um, Jared Padalecki had, had, um, serious issues with anxiety and depression. So he started doing charities and all kinds of stuff, which is, where the uh, Always Keep Fighting Foundation came from. And mm. so with his Always Keep Fighting Foundation, he was taking part in the suicide hotline. So him and I believe Misha got together and started offering up classes. You could get sponsored to take classes because it's like a it's like a $500 class um, to be able to handle p- stressful situations where people want to end their lives. Mm. Wow. And it was, you know, it was, it was for this, it was a part of the suicide hotline, but also it was for supernatural fans. That's so that was targeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. a big group. There's a lot of us. <laughs> well, I, I gathered that. Yes. I mean, I may be one of the few who doesn't know, but uh, apparently it's pretty <laughs> popular. Yeah. 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 To say the least. But how cool that somebody figured out a way to tap into that and tie it into helping potential suicides. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. And through texting, it was all through texting. Yeah. Wow. I'm also part of another app that helps the blind. Okay. So basically you, you click on this app. If you're a blind person, you click on this app and it, it calls someone via video message and it calls someone and you can ask them anything you want. Like, okay, what color is this sweatshirt? Or does this gray go with that gray? Or what does this label say? Stuff like that. So sighted help in a sense. Yep. I am a mm-hmm. sighted person. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. The world of apps has really evolved. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. How does a blind person click the app? That, that's the part I was wondering too. I was, I didn't I want to, it sounds stupid. So with the, with the, well, the TTY. So like when you click on your phone, yeah, it'll okay. tell you what you're touching. Yeah. It'll mm-hmm. be like, you press a button, it'll say Facebook and then it'll go into Facebook. Oh, huh. That's pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, you also have the voice activation, so they probably would use that a lot, I would think. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know. 
Alexa, Siri, Google, all everybody. Yeah. Siri to open Facebook and you're done. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Now, if there was only a way for Siri to resolve the anxiety, they'd have the perfect situation, wouldn't they? Well, <laughs> anyone who watches that film, Her, might end up with a, a friend forever. Oh! <laughs> I haven't okay. seen the movie, but I know what you're talking about. I haven't about. seen it, but I know of it. Joaquin Phoenix basically ends up falling, forming, falling in love with his Siri, basically. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I have no idea where to go with that. <laughs> I was trying to wrap his head around it. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the epitome of being beyond skin deep because there's no skin. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's deep. That's really deep. You're really like falling in love with the personality. Yeah. Mm. That actually is going to happen more and more. Mm-hmm. Don't say that, Walt. I've seen it, enough people marrying their car. Oh, I know, right? Oh, that, that's... This is real. People are falling in love with Inanimate objects. It, there's there's a whole show about it. Everything has consciousness. Mm. It does. Yep. In fact, you have to learn to be nice to your car. Otherwise, your car won't be nice to you. Yeah, but then when you get a marriage certificate, it's a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it can happen in every state. There are only certain states you can marry an inanimate object. I'm going to check. <laughs> I you tell me Massachusetts people. is not one of them. What? If, if my dad were still alive, he would actually fit in very nicely because he used to name his cars. Well, a lot of people name their cars. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, this is like the evolution of that. that that's like the early stage of it. <laughs> that's a big jump. <laughs> it's not that big. I mean... Oh. You go from, hey, this is Lucille, to, hey, we'll come to our wedding. That's a oh, big I mean, There's a few dates in there, you know, a few drives around the countryside, you know. Okay, a all right, you can't actually do it, but there's like, you can have holy matrimony, but you can't actually enter into a legal marriage contract. So okay, you can have good. like a pseudo I was going to say, that's messy. Well, it makes sense, actually, because so far they have not California declared. California woman marries a train station. <laughs> I saw that. And I saw the the women who marry themselves. Okay, now I'm really freaked out. How? What? It's all it's all about independence. Train and... station. What? <laughs> Paris. Someone married the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, he he fell down the, the Berlin Wall. He's yeah, he's gone. He's gone. What? That was a woman. Most likely. I I don't know. <laughs> The best part is the look on his face as he's saying this. I would love to be Dan's FBI agent just looking at his, <laughs> just looking at his search history. <laughs> but he has an active mind. That's why it is. He's creative. You know, so he's going to come up with all kinds of interesting things. Yeah. Yeah. It would be entertaining. That's true. Your stakeouts would certainly be interesting. <laughs> what was the topic again anxiety. Anxiety. oh anxiety that's right well, anxiety you know seems to have disappeared the biggest cure is though don't you mr wall what's that 
getting the app and making sure you're plugged into your daily dose. Oh, oh, here we go. That's a great way to get rid of anxiety. It actually it is. Yeah, we've got a lot of good <laughs> stuff in there. We got we actually currently have um, three ebooks, an audio course, and a video course, and there's more coming. Ooh. Yeah, there's more coming. I don't know if you knew we added an ebook. I added the uh, book that a few of us published a few years ago, Manifestation Stories. Mm-hmm. That that is now part of the LOA Today app. So yeah, as we've it been, should be. We've been prepping that, letting people know about that for the last week or so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, by all means, you know, if you if you need to release some anxiety, there's no better way to do it than with the app because not only do you get the last 25 shows all in a row there, but you also get a whole bunch of these goodies in the goodies section. Probably headlined by Dan's ebook, The Money Game. I mean, anybody who has anxiety issues, it's like a, at least a 30, 40% chance that money is involved in the anxiety. So, I mean, they'll, they'll take care of a whole bunch of it right there. <laughs> isn't it true? I mean, isn't that, that part is of what so you write the book for? <laughs> you know, I mean, that the whole premise of The Money Game is to release all of our fears about money. And to replace mm-hmm. it with an edge of belief that we're actually going to attract money. That, that mm-hmm. That's the premise, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, not just the money game. There's also uh, Cindy Chavez's, uh, I always forget how she phrases it, uh, The Lovely Magician's Guide to Soulmate Success. It's a great title. Um, there's also the, the new ebook that we just added, uh, Real Success Stories of the Law of Attraction. And then there's Dan's uh, uh, sort of the Cliff Notes version of his book, uh, called uh, Beyond Intention. And then there's also Linda Armstrong's High Vibe Living. So, And that's just the stuff that's on there currently. So definitely download the app and take advantage of all that because it will help to release a lot of anxiety. Plus, you can also send in a question or send in a comment about a show because we now have both kinds of forms on the Yellow Way Today app. You don't have to be sending in a comment on a question form anymore. You can just tell us that you love us. You can do that. Yeah. yeah. We like that. We do like that. It's a lot of fun. So, to get yeah. rid of our anxiety. So oh, definitely. <laughs> now, now, one thing, Alex, that, that I did discover with Dan looking on a couple of weeks ago was to make sure to let listeners know if you're going to send something in and you don't want us to tell the, the audience who sent it in, please put a note at the top of the email. Yes. <laughs> who read the please entire story and then she's like, please don't share my name. Or share <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course. <laughs> well, um, sorry about. Oh God, to share the story. <laughs> oh no, it was quite humiliating to say the least. <laughs> she, poor, poor little face. I was like, oh, this is the story. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what it was. Yes. <laughs> oh no, that sucks. <laughs> Fortunately, she was very gracious about it when I contacted her afterward, and all I had to do was just go in and blip out her name on the actual recording. So. Well, that just proves that we're live. We don't <laughs> we don't proofread anything. <laughs> we, <yeah. laughs> it also will teach me to read the whole email before I get onto the show. Exactly. This is amazing. I'm going to read the rest of it live on the show. <laughs> <laughs> But we did actually, the, the, there was another person who wrote in shortly afterward, um, a regular listener who had a message to share and was very kind to put at the top, please don't say my name. And oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that listener. So yeah, just put it on at the top. Yeah. Makes it really easy. But, yeah. 
that's a long way of saying, you know, send in your stuff regardless of what, whether you want us to say your name or not. Just, just make it yeah, clear one way or the other. Yeah. Because we like having that. So yeah, download the app if you haven't been uh, downloading it. Use it if you haven't been using it and get that anxiety out of there. We don't need that anymore. Get it out of your life. <laughs> By the way, check us out on YouTube too. You get to see how Alex's purple hair is looking today. Yes. It's quite glorious. It's, yes, Can it he is. brushed it for me? He did. Oh, yes. he did. Nice job. I still can't lift this arm all the way, so. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, we got to work on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One step at a time. <laughs> one step at a time. So I want to get back to uh, what you've been dealing with, Alex, because you, you, you had a very uh, interesting approach. You said you're trying to accept and to mm-hmm. um, to deal with the anxieties and stresses that you're dealing with that way. And you said it's it's had some help. The anxiety is still winning, but you're, you know, it's extra innings and you're catching up or something along that line. Um, So do you have any insights as to what it's going to take to improve the score, so to speak? Mm, No, I don't. I think if I did, I would have improved the score. You would have died already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. This is where we need to have a stream of David coming in and giving us some more ideas about uh, how to maintain perspective. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess part of it, I I, I can kind of recall some of the things that uh, David told us and that the stream told us Mm -hmm. that probably just sort of generically apply, not the least of which is looking at your situation from like, you know, a thousand miles away. What does it Mm -hmm. look like from somebody who's not involved in your life? But what do the anxieties look like? What is what do the stresses look like? And then gaining the perspective that that distance gives you, mm-hmm. which is a different feeling from the acceptance. Acceptance is basically saying, "Okay, I got to put up with this." Yeah. But that's saying, you know, there actually may be something good for this for me in this. True. Because there is that is always true. There's always a payoff somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> you just you haven't found it, perhaps. It <laughs> yeah. But there's a pay. Well, there, there's some there's some reason why you keep attracting this. Mm-hmm. You know what that is. I don't know, but you know it's really none of my business. But yeah, I don't. But the I point, don't know it either. You don't know either. Well, okay. No, you know. not yet, not yet. But but the point is that there is a payoff. If, if you can find that payoff, that probably helps you get beyond the acceptance phase into whatever that next phase is. Yeah, I think it's got to have something to do with. Let me get all this drama out now before before we get married. Then no. I'm smooth sailing for the next 60, 70 years. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. Well, yeah. This that is could logical. Be. Yeah. I award your unconscious desire to enjoy this smoothness by getting it all out of the way now. Yeah. I can relate in the sense that when my father died, I did all my mourning before he died. So, right. you know, mm. that's certainly possible. It mm-hmm. can be done. Um, you might want to be a little gentler on yourself. Yeah. You know, you've well, been putting yourself you. through the ringer here. I'm not blaming me completely. I'm saying, well, I hope you're not blaming saying, yourself at all. I mean, the stress that we're all going through right now mm. is mm. just, you know, a little, you know, a little bump in the road and then it'll be smooth sailing after I'm done. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it is the way to look at everything that goes on. Like Dan said, this is part of the human experience. You know, bumps in the road happen. Yeah. Are you going to write them out or are you going to get all upset about them? Or it could be, I'll deal with this now. So that way, if some, when something worse comes along or if, you know, if it does, it probably won't um, comes along. I can be like, well, it's not as bad as two surgeries in a month. 
<laughs> the payoff emerges. <laughs> <laughs> and the surgeries serve a purpose. They do. They do. Because this is so rare. Never happened to anyone before. So there's papers being written and doctors being educated. So wow, I like that part of it. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You are at the vanguard of change for so many others. I like that. You might want to choose a different way of being on the vanguard, but I'm glad that there's some, <laughs> something good coming out of this. That's good. You'll say that now, but when I'm on Oprah. Oh, uh, well, that's true. Yeah. Well, when you're on Oprah, I'll say, yay, she made it on Oprah. <laughs> I didn't realize that uh, your case was so novel. That's really something. Yeah, it's, it's, what is the numbers? 10,000 women get this, but get endometriosis, but I think less than three people, three women, obviously, three women get it in other parts of their body. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really wild. Yeah. That's super duper wild, in fact. Mm-hmm. And they don't have any idea why it does that. Other than it escapes through different parts of your body? Nope. Wow. I had some holes in my diaphragm they didn't know about, and that's how it escaped. Hmm. So they had to sew those up. That's crazy. It's Oof. bananas. Every doctor that has come into my room has told me, I've never seen this. I've only seen it in the medical books. I've only seen it in school. Uh, like, they just kept coming in my room, coming in my room, coming in my room. Because they just can't believe it. So you're popular. Oh, I'm very popular. They know me by first name over at Brigham. Well, there's also that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a payoff. Not how I chose to get famous, but I'll take it. That's you've done famous. famous. <laughs> <laughs> So that definitely qualifies as a payoff. I mean, that's a pretty good payoff. You're getting a lot of attention that way. Yeah, not not how I wanted it. <laughs> mm. So you got to work on the ask a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Do they do they have like a a prognosis for how long it's going to take to get through all this stuff? Hopefully, this will. Well, no, I still have another surgery, but it has nothing to do with the main issue. So, okay. um, this should be the last surgery, but we've already run into a complication from the, the first surgery. So oh my, I don't think wow. this is over. Yeah. Whoa. Craziness. It's bananas. It is. And I keep going back to, I mean, I told Dan about this, I think it was last week, how the first person who noticed this was Rita. Yes. Not the doctors. Nope. The doctors were baffled. But I, if I remember correctly, they finally caught on about a week after Rita did. No, it was like it was like a month. Was it that long? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And they probably never would have caught on if I didn't listen to Rita and go get a second opinion. That's right. She did say that, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You're just reinforcing for me. I really want Rita to to come back. She's kind of on a sabbatical right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. She she literally what she told me was. She, she's dealing with some family issues and they're pretty, they've been pretty intense for quite some time and she needed time to get away from that. Plus she kind of needed to reevaluate what parts of her life she wanted to keep and what parts did she want to change and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, um, she was going to ask her, her angels, her, her guides to give her that answer. And then when she had yeah. an answer, she'd get back to me. She figured she'd get back to me by like the end of March. So. Okay. Well, still, fingers still crossed she comes back. She's a yeah. great 
Oh, she really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that that's still a blow me away thing that she was able to nail it that well. I mean, yeah. that that's the best psychic reading I've ever been a party to. Me too. That, that was like, whoa. And I remember, I remember when she first asked me, do you know she's got anything going on? Cause you weren't there. You, you, no, I, might, I don't I think you were even listening live. For, I was were you listening, listening in. Were you listening live? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and she asked me, did, you know, do you know if, if she's got anything going on in the chest area? And I said, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know anything going on there. And, and at the time uh, there wasn't. That's right. Yeah. You didn't have any symptoms yet, did you? No. Wow. That's what happened a week later. A week later, I started having chest pain. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And that just set this whole wheel in motion. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. I was going to say, actually, I think I'd like to, for poops and giggles, have a um, a reading with Rita. Definitely sure. should. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, if you like, I can put that out to her and just, you Please. know, see if she's available see to if do that. open to, uh, yeah. going into the depths of my, Manic mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you give it some thought about, you know, is there anything specific that you want to address? She she always does better when she has details to work with. Yeah. But, um, I do like general, and then dive ins. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll send her an email and see she what she says. It. Yeah. Shall I give her your email address too, so she can get in touch? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Make a note to cheeky tete a tete with all reading. <laughs> We'll note there. Yeah, I'll be glad to send it out. No problem. Yeah, she's amazing. Truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Anxiety. Where were we with that? We covered Everywhere. Yeah, we pretty covered most of it. <laughs> where were we? But that's how anxiety everywhere works. Everywhere and nowhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere and nowhere. I was starting to get anxious about the fact that we hadn't covered all of it. No. Um, <laughs> whoa. The thing is, whoa, I'm not the only one that just starts dropping these bombs. When Alex is around, that's when like the wit just goes to level one, level Walt hundred. Alex, it's true. No, you're not lying. <laughs> it's true, and I think he's right. It is your influence. Yeah. I was about to do the cheesiest, most crazy joke ever. You ready? I'm ready. Walt Whitman. All right. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) There's never a snare drum handy when you want one. (laughs) Walt Whitman. Yeah, we get it. Breaking Bad. Oh, I was thinking Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) He breaks bad into laughter and jokes when you're. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No. <laughs> Walt, wit. Wit comes out. Man. This is getting worse as it goes on. <laughs> this is obviously one of the few things that Dan hasn't mastered yet, and that is knowing when to stop telling a joke that isn't working. It works. <laughs> you guys, the, the audience, I guarantee you, <laughs> the audience understand and they resonate. I won't sure. dispute that. It's me. I'm audience. I say no. <laughs> That's not very nice. <laughs> Guys, you've got the app. Can you please show some support? Yeah. Send it in. Yeah. Let yeah. them know that you get it. Walt Whitman, yay or nay? Wit, man. You have to do, you have to have the accent. Oh. Wit. I got a salt in. My bad. <laughs> man.
Well, I'm sure we'll get at least a couple of emails on that one. So yeah. well, I enjoy your wit that comes to the fore. I appreciate that. Around brings that magic. I appreciate that too. I appreciate having her around. I like it. It makes, it, it makes life better. Even when you're talking about supernatural and I have no idea what you're talking about, I still like it. It's good stuff. Speaking of things, Dan, have you seen um, Coming to America too? I'm anxious about it. You should be. Because just that the premise alone just causes me confusion. Mm -hmm. And then when they went to the barbershop, Mm -hmm. 35 years later, everybody looks the same. Exactly. Everybody should be be dead. dead. (laughs) It's been 35 years. Yeah. I didn't know that the barbershop scene was there. So, so I, oh, I understand no, your, no, your no, concern. No. You're wrong. You're wrong. It wasn't 35 years later. No, it had to be because he was only there for like a year. He wasn't even there for a year. He was there for a couple of months. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They should be dead. And then he didn't, he didn't go on any dates, that kind of date. He fell in love with Lisa. Well, mm-hmm. it was before Lisa, before the movie started. <laughs> but we saw the movie. It was his first time to America. I don't oh, know. Oh, well, it does get explained. I it wasn't a, it wasn't a date date. It was, uh, what's his name's fault? His best friend there. Hakeem. Yeah. He had to take one for the team. I don't get it. And I'm, I'm confused. You should watch it, but just be prepared to be disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed. I have like, <laughs> she's your queen to be. Like, I've got the whole thing in my mind. Yeah. And I want to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> then don't, don't do it. This, this, is, this sounds like a very excellent example about why it is that uh, resets of movies have a hard time succeeding. Well, to be fair, that was like lightning in a bottle, the original movie. Yeah. So to try to replicate it again 30 years later. That just makes it harder. Yeah. Maybe the, I, I just, just stop. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. <laughs> I just to stop again. Stop. Like come up with a new idea. Yeah. Why Don't we- reboot everything from the 90s just because it's 30 years later. <laughs> like we like, don't have sequels, to. There's no rules. And- do you know what I, I, I abhor even mm. more than sequels that make no sense? A prequels that make the original film make no sense. Mm, I'm with you on that. Did yeah. you see um, Carlito's Way? No. Number two. That was Don't. the original. Don't. Carlito's Way, the original, amazing film. Al Pacino. Yeah. Great thing about like an a, amazing amazing movie Walt wouldn't mm. even love it then they did like a sequel that was a prequel mm. that just made no sense just make another film just call it something else yeah mm. just say the adventures of bobby in new york <laughs> bobby the hoodlum has an adventure bobby in new york and finds love <laughs> you know, what we're actually talking about here is producer anxiety 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. This is producing. How many producers, especially the executive producers, the ones who collect the money to make the films, mm-hmm. are collecting money from people who want the same film made all over again, despite the fact that the history of making films all over again is terrible? Because they figured they're going to make money because it made money the first time around. Now, that's a definite form of anxiety right there. It's one of the I reasons agree. why I never decided to become a producer because I didn't want to have that anxiety. But but it doesn't work because it's like that was 30 years ago. The, yeah. the world was in a different mindset. You can't repeat the same thing in a different environment. You need a whole new experiment. I mean, every once in a while, one works. And so they can say, see, that one worked. It worked great. I don't know. Well, nothing I've seen lately has worked. When 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 has there been one that's worked? Can we think of one that's worked? Yeah, I can think of one that came out in the '90s and it previously came up in the '60s. The Thomas Crown Affair, the '90s version was actually better. Oh yeah, but that was a remake. I'm talking. I meant a pre, like a sequel, a sequel. Oh, a sequel. Oh, a sequel. Hmm. That was better. Well, most people who were Star Wars fans say The Empire Strikes Back was better than A New Hope. Yeah, but that was a whole story that was broken up into different parts. So like that when you look at the, sequel? Pre- the when you look at the but when you look at the when they made the prequel three like episodes one two and three were pony compared to the right like <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar sinks. <laughs> I thought he was actually a cute character, but that's all right. Oh no! It was about to <laughs> Is a rubbish movie. I like him. I've never seen the movie, but I like him. Some of the most terrible, great actors doing horrible acting. Mm. Yeah, I hate when that happens. I like some of the idea of like how they brought the thing and then they did the other thing. And you were meant to be the chosen one. Oh, this is how I lost my legs. I don't (laughs) know. I love you, Padme. And they made um, Luke and, and that was the movie in a nutshell. bit of a cradle snatcher. Like she mm. met him when he was like ten, and then had sex with him. True, I've always wondered about that. It's a little bit. It, it was uncomfortable. Let's put it that way. For me. Yeah, it was arrestable. It was is what it was. They <laughs> it's arrestable. The but suffice to say anyway they 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 tend to do this and i think there's almost like i said this producer anxiety and also writer anxiety Mm. i'm not going to do something original i'm going to look into the archives of movie land and see like how many reboots are we going to have of the batman movies i don't think that will ever end actually no now they've got robert patterson really yeah i'm the vampire boy so the Vampire Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm Batman. No, you're not. He's <laughs> a vampire bat. You're not even old enough. You're Cedric to and Edward. That's who you are. Right? <laughs> you're Cedric and then you're Edward. Yeah. Bruce. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Just write some new stories. Come up with some new ideas. The space of variations, the infinite potential universe is full of ideas. But the, the, oh, here's the thing. One. There are a lot of people who, there are a lot of scripts that get written with a lot of very different ideas, but they don't get bought. Yeah. Because people are clinging to the old. It's fear. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the movie business I know who make does the same it. money it used to. I know who does sequels better. Who? Pixar. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Their sequels are good. 
Yeah. Yes, Pixar have got it. They, no, they they don't they don't rinse out a, a story. No, I'll give you that. Pixar do it well. Yep. Yeah. I can't say that the, the sequels are better, but they're good. They hold yes. up. They hold up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think when when a story's given some thought and it's actually like a a story planned out. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah. when it's like, oh, we we made a, a a story, we made like a series, or we made like a movie. Oh, it did well. Let's make some more money from it. Yeah. They're trying to squeeze every last drop. Mm-hmm. Just leave the drops in there, mate. Just mm-hmm. go to another well, please. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Embarrassing yourself. But that also clearly illustrates what happens when you allow the anxiety to take over, because that's what they're doing. They're they're getting mm-hmm. anxious. You know, yeah. They're anxious, they're anxious, they don't dare try that new formula that hasn't been tried before. That, that could be a disaster. No, they're going to stick with what they think they know. And to be perfectly fair, from what I understand, most scripts are disaster. They're most most scripts are terrible, mm-hmm. which means you have to know how to read a script. I think if you're going to be a producer, mm-hmm. you know, to understand yeah, it's a good story. See what could have what it could be. Yeah, yeah, you got to be hold the vision. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then get the money behind it. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, so that's, that, that's the trick part. I've seen some interesting movie concepts on um, popping up on Amazon Prime recently. Mm-hmm. There's this one with uh, Salma Hayek and Luke Wilson that looked really interesting called Bliss. Oh, I where, saw that preview, yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm, I was not interested in it, so I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to watch it. But she convinces him that they're living in a computer simulation. Yeah. And he, I think it looks oh. like she gives him some kind of drug. Yeah. And then they start seeing... He starts basically seeing glitches like a and version of reality kind of yeah. thing. It's really interesting. Along the, those lines, there's another movie coming out called Oh, damn, I can't think of the name. But basically the um Spider Man is in this movie and he can he you can see everything he's thinking. Ooh. Like it's like it's like he's got a three D screen right above his head. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, and it's based in apocalypse world, so it doesn't really help when he's trying to hide from monsters or, <laughs> yeah, you know, and he's thinking out loud, and then mm. it's yeah, and then he meets a girl for the first time. I guess girls don't aren't really, you know, in pop in the population in that movie. Uh huh. So we'll keep you posted on that one. Right. I'm gonna keep you posted because at first I was like, oh, we get to see what he manifests. Okay, this is cool. And then I was starting to realize it's deeper than that. And I was like, but is it? Hmm. Think about it. <laughs> Can I stop now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I saw the trailer on that Bliss movie. And the thing that struck me about it more than anything else is that there, there was absolutely no reference to Bliss in that trailer. Could Bliss I mean, be somebody's name? I don't Maybe really know where or Bliss comes Or the name of the drug? Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. High on. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But, the, but let's just say the trailer didn't look very blissful. It did not. No. It no. A lot of apocalypse movies throw us off the scent. Well, threw me off the scent entirely. I was looking for Bliss and it gave me no Bliss at all, so I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm decidedly unblissed by this adventure. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You would think after all this time, I would get used to the idea that headlines are completely untrustworthy, but no, I still <laughs> fall for the clickbait. <sighs> Every oh, once in a while, I actually, I'll, I'll, I'll try to play a little game. I'll say, I wonder if I can find anywhere on this page, is there an honest headline? Just, oh, wow. just to see if I can. <laughs> so far, I'm 04. Yeah. But, yeah. I keep hoping. I hate the clickbait that like, you you think you're getting new information on something and then it just goes back into the entire history of the thing. I'm like, I know this already. That's why I'm here. (laughs) And and I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, I've been doing online marketing for, for many years now. And and so I'm, I'm, you know, very familiar with the whole clickbait phenomenon. And there's a piece of me that's saying, you know, is this wearing off? I mean, it's not like everybody doesn't know what it is anymore. It only gets worse, and I think it's worse now that we're aware of it. <laughs> I mean, and, and the thing is, the ones that are the really bad ones, they always brand it with their name, so you know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it literally says, this is clickbait, but of course you have to click it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they, they actually couldn't have driven away, driven me away faster by saying, you don't want to click this. All they do is put their name, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I'm really interested to see what it's going to say. Like, what are you going to try and sell me today? Well, if I'm me really too. depressed, yeah, I me might too. try that. But. <laughs> it's like, I know there's never any value in this and I should just yeah. subscribe. But the audacity still keeps me here. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not getting my money. But even the audacity, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where there, there aren't any boundaries that are uncrossed at this point. Mm-mm. Really, they've all been trod upon, smashed mm. into the ground, you know. So is, is there such a thing as a, a smear headline or a scare headline that we haven't seen? I don't think there is. Mm. I'm sure. I'm sure there's been. We haven't seen it all. <laughs> yeah. Really? That, it that's may a seem scary familiar, thought. <laughs> but we have not seen it all. <laughs> There's it's new there in, somewhere, I'm sure. New and dastardly ways to get us to click on stuff we don't want. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's there somewhere, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. And he clicked on too much clickbait and got his phone hacked. He oh, yeah, what? that'll happen. Yeah. I tried to warn him, but he's like, no, 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 this is about the coronavirus. I have to click on it. Well, it's about a virus. Yeah, it was, sure was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa, this is what I'm talking about. More <laughs> level 100. <laughs> yeah, but it was about... And you're so quick on it as well. There's no, yeah. la- there's no lag time. It's well, like- well, it gives me such great tee-ups. I mean, it just makes it so easy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just... It's right there. How can I not take a swing at the pitch? <laughs> Amazing. I mean, if she was throwing, if she was throwing knuckleballs, I could see where it'd be disastrous because you can't ever hit the knuckleball anyway. But, you know, other than that. <laughs> now we're too deep into the baseball metaphor. <laughs> oh, sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Let's just put it this way. It's the pitch where you think it's going there. No, it goes off that way. You know? Oh, okay. It's the alien spaceship pitch is what it is. Alien spaceship pitch. Yeah, it just okay. kind of flies away. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. But. I, I, I might have to run, guys. I've got something that I was supposed to do. <laughs> I didn't do it. I've just been reminded. Like, Uh-oh. someone's waiting for me. So, <laughs> Oops. 
Well, this has been very worthwhile having all three of us here. So, Daniel, we're yeah. going to bid you adieu with a little bit of sadness, but we'll be hoping to pick it up again next week. So, yeah. yeah well, I won't be here then. next week. I have surgery. That's right. You got surgery. So, we'll have yeah. to ah, the three well, of us on week, two weeks. Well, you might need to get someone to cover next week because we are, we are going to get Ethan's birth certificate and the ah. we might be there all day. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah that's always okay. fun. Okay. So we, we don't know. We have to go and get a ticket and see. Oh, geez. Well, I, I know of, uh, I, I think I know who I'm going to ask. I think I'm going to ask Monique, actually. Monique Scott. She's been really enthusiastic about uh, doing fill Yeah. yeah. So someone can cover for me next week. That'd be great. And I'll be back yeah. after. <laughs> so, sounds good. So we'll have to postpone a little bit, but, uh, we're going to get all of the dope on whether or not this final surgery is the final surgery. The final <laughs> surgery. <laughs> 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 I'm not the only one who's quick. I mean, look how quick that was. He, I'm, the words yeah, were barely out of my mouth. For minor hit and miss. Like yours always land. Mine <laughs> do they? Flying. I don't think they mine, do actually. Mine sometimes keep flying. And when they fly, <laughs> they fly really far. If yours doesn't land, it's like, oh, we'll see where you were going with it. With me, yeah. That's just because you're generous. That's all that is. <laughs> Anywho, just I've got to go, guys. All right. All Talk right, later, Daniel. And, and for you, Alex, all I can say is heal, girl, please. I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can. The doctors did say I'm a fast healer, though. Well, that's encouraging. I mean, yep. Cause you've got a lot of healing to get done. So do it quick, you mm-hmm. know, cause we, we, we want you <laughs> back, but good. It's been good to see your smiling face. It's good to see that you're smiling after all you've been going through. Yeah. It took a couple of weeks. <laughs> I imagine it would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you reach a point where you were beginning to doubt that it was all going to work out or, or were you confident? I've been doubting since the beginning. Since the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just so didn't see, I still kind of don't see an end, but as it is, as we go, go more surgeries in, it's starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. All right. Well, keep looking for that light. It's there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're pulling for you. We're sending all of your way. We're sending energy your way. So. I feel it. You do? Good. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So lean on it. That's what it's there for. That's why we send it to you. Put it to good use. (laughs) All right. Good. Very good. Well, I also want to remind people once again, check out the app. And uh, we didn't do the YouTube thing. We didn't give you a chance to do your YouTube thing. And we really are supposed to do that. You know, so you got to tell people how to subscribe to YouTube. Otherwise, it's not a complete show. Well, you go to YouTube, search LOA Today podcast videos, look for our smiling faces, <laughs> click down below to the red subscribe button. Next to the red subscribe button, there's a little silver bell. Make sure you click all so you will always be notified when we are live. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> See, I was tr- trying to do my version while you were gone. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. <laughs> there's only one me. There's only one. Yeah, you're the original. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, see, now that's why you got to heal. So you can come back and keep doing that. Yeah. That's what that's for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right very good well keep healing keep getting better we Thank wish you, you a very successful surgery we wish this the last one we wish you a lot of healing out of that and that uh, it all just goes away you're back to your healthy alex self again yes back Tell, telling us about supernatural stories and and obscure tv shows that nobody here on the show knows <laughs> about meaning me <laughs> 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 I can always leave it to Daniel. Daniel, me and Daniel on the same schedule. You guys know it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's all right. <laughs> Keeps me laughing. Anyway. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, especially to our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.